good evening, and welcome to our show. Thanks for joining the Cherry Ice Cream Smile Podcast, a place where friends who just happen to be Durannies get together to talk about our love of music, pop culture, concerts, and of course, our favorite boys, past, present, and future. Hi, this is Suzanne. I'm Jody. Hi, this is Stephanie. Hi, this is Deanna. Hello, this is Jody. And for this episode, we're going to kind of talk about how, well, I think Dee and I agree, our vocabulary was kind of built on some of the lyrics that Simon has written in some of the songs that we have listened to for many, many years now. And I always go back to to the shore gorging your Sanhedralite. And what does that even mean? <laughs> um, we're just going to talk about that today and um, some of the things that have kind of stuck out to us over the years. Suzanne's got some uh, misheard lyrics that people have um, kind of posted on the internet somewhere. So we'll uh, examine some of these misheard lyrics. Girls on film, instead of two minutes later, it's too many tailors. There's never too many no, tables. <laughs> Hungry not the like the wolf. The real lyric, strut on a line, discord and rhyme, I'm on the hunt, I'm after you. The misheard lyric, straight down the line, disco and wine, I'm on the hunt down after you. <laughs> I do admit, I think for many years I thought it was disco and wine. <laughs> I, <did too. laughs> I kind of prefer the disco and wine. Yeah. Yeah. And then it actually, instead of strut on the line, straddle the line. It's also hungry yes, like the wolf. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, I could see that. I can hear that. Um, and then what, what was the new moon on Monday one? Okay, new moon on Monday, the real one, and a fire dance through the night. Misheard, new moon on Monday, and the five days through the night. Yeah, five that, days. That's days. what I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> five days through the night. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and then I quickly corrected myself. <laughs> I always wondered what a fire dance was. I don't really know. Except that in the video, they're dancing around and there's like fireworks. That's what I was thinking. Like and they're actually big, holding yeah, like the big flame and stuff. And yeah. Then fire and then, dancing then, through the night. And then I second yeah. guess myself because in the video they were like, fire. Oh, they had the fire. You know, they put their yeah. hands up or whatever. Oh, oh, that's true. Really that's right. Days. You're like, so it is fire. So it is five days. Yeah. <laughs> New religion. The real lyric is, I'm talking for free, I can't help myself, it's a new religion, oh. This person thought it says, I'm talking Capri, I can't stop myself, it's a new Capri Sun. Yeah. Capri Sun. Wow, 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 that's a stretch. Yeah, that's, that seems a little bit Like, I'm talking Capri, okay. Okay, so what, what other things jump out to us? What other lyrics? Yeah. Do we want to read some of the lyrics? Do we, just off the top of our head... Well, talk about songs that had especially... Now, we, we know Simon won't explain any of these lyrics, so we're right. not asking for an explanation. Yeah. We are just... It's just more... We're just pointing out. Yeah, yeah. Discussing. Well, with the idea that we've talked about how our vocabularies were built around some of these words, there are things not just gorging your Sanhedrinite, but I learned about Tel Aviv and Israel mm-hmm. because of the song Tel Aviv. I learned words like, and Dee and I were talking about this earlier, megalomania mm-hmm. and discord and desolate. Desolate. Thank you. 
Um, Tyson Ritter's in a movie called Desolate that's coming out soon. And I'm like, I know what that means. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, just like this deep, like 20 year old university student vocabulary. Mm-hmm. I have built my love of, you know, I teach freaking reading. Right. You know, I mean, this has been an important part of making but, me who I am are these words in these songs. But so. you weren't 20 when you heard these. No, I was a child yes. in that formative, like, 12, 13-year-old brain that was learning and absorbing, absorbing all this stuff. Yeah. And it was, like, forming who I am. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's exactly what happened. I became a word yeah. sorcerer. <laughs> yeah. And then we were talking about, you know, the Nightboat video with, oh, the, yeah. you know, the Shakespearean, the soliloquy. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. This is amazing, you know, yeah. just, just to hear. So, yeah. And honest to goodness, I can't remember why I walked into the room. But I can quote that soliloquy from mm-hmm. the Nightboat video. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's like ingrained in my brain. So, well, and, and I think I mean he 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 uses a lot of really good imagery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna read a song. Some of my favorite lyrics. Y'all are gonna know what it is right away. But listeners, we'll see if you know. Out on the tar plains, the glides are moving, all looking for a new place to drive. You sit beside me, so newly charming, sweating dewdrops, bliss and freshing your side. The sun slips down, bedding heavy behind, the front of your dress all shadowy lined. The drowning engine throbs in time with your beating heart. All the way down the lane, away, living for another day, the aphids swarm up in the drifting haze. <laughs> Swim seagull in the empty sky on towards that western isle. My envied lady holds you fast in her gaze. And watching lovers part, I feel you smiling. What glass splinters lie so deep in your mind? To tear out from your eyes with the word to stiffing, brooding lies, but I'll only watch you leave me further behind. Mm-hmm. I always thought he was saying droning, not drowning. I thought to, I thought yeah. that too. I Did you say drowning. drowning and not droning? Interesting. The words to that song were so beyond me mm-hmm. that in my young age, I had no idea what that meant. Mm-hmm. It took many years of listening to that song and watching him perform to realize the depth mm-hmm. of what he's saying. But the one thing I think I like about The Chauffeur is that this is this writing is very deep, but it actually does mean what like you can understand what he means because some of these things you can see and you can see they're you very can, visual right, like right. the reflex we don't really know what that means like we can read those words <laughs> and, and, but this I I think is beautifully written because you see the person sitting in the car and you see them where they're driving and I, I but do you think it's that literal or do you think it's no it's not literal either. but it's more metaphorical. Some of the others just were strange, and I feel like it's... So tell me, what's a Sanhedrinite then? <laughs> I think I've looked it up before. I don't remember. I thought it was like a... I'm thinking... Uh, I thought it was like a religious person. Like, I feel like a Sanhedrinite. It just reminds me of Vegemite sandwich. Yeah. I mean, I had to, I <laughs> well, had to you find something and read it, and I'll look up Sanhedrinite. Okay. I'm pretty sure yeah. it's like a Pharisee. Oh, I'm I gonna, was thinking new religion, but you I'm going to read this, yeah. which is sort of a variation on... Uh, one of my all-time favorite B-sides. World of surprise, of fireworks and sudden silence. One moment half asleep in a stranger's bed, the new day bursts in like a fast train or an old friend, ever experienced but never knocking. A cold morning, a waste of snow and blue, nothing but a fast-fading track of footsteps, leading in one direction and growing sense of purpose which points another way. All-night parties, cocktail bars, the butterfly escapes the killing jar. I mean, come on. <laughs> that just, I love 
the lyrics to that song. And I'm not a, October. I'm not a fan of poetry, but that, that is like fantastic. The threads of cotton cloud buzz past the window like gunshots taken by the wind. And then he was able to put that into one of the most beloved B-sides any band ever. The screen becomes a whip, thrashing upward, up toward ecstasy, up to break the sky, up to burn with the brilliance of lightning in secret October. Secret October. There you go. (laughs) Isn't your birthday in October? Yes, it is. Ah, see? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I can read to you, and I was sort of right. It's not Pharisee, but it's part of Judaism. So according to some sources, Sanhedrin is a translation of the Talmud, Judaism's most reverend book. A Sanhedrinite is a follower of the Talmud, okay. Sanhedrin's okay. belief, which teaches hope, compassion, and kindness. So it says, if you're wow. gorging your Sanhedrinite, then you should mean to fill one's heart with another's love. Wow. So I knew, I knew it was wow. something like, it was wow. like a, a religious person. I had no idea. Yeah. That's beautiful. It is. Yeah. Oh. And that that was from his time in Tel Aviv as a tree surgeon in Tel Aviv. I love Secret October. And again, as a kid, I loved it because it was a Duran Duran song and it was on the other side of Union of the Snake. But as an adult who's listened to this and who's watched him perform the song, it's that deep. It's that much more significant Mm -hmm. of meaning. And you having an October birthday, I really think it it would resonate with people who yeah. can understand that kind of, I don't know, snaky, scorpion. Right. And the rhythm Scorpio. of the song and just yes. the sort of Eastern influence of the song. It just, it was unlike anything, you know? I, yeah. I, lo- I love nothing that Nothing else sounds like Secret October. No. Mm-hmm. No. And nothing to this day sounds like Secret mm-hmm. October. And mm-hmm. I don't think, nothing that you've ever heard from another band or nothing that you've heard from them sounds like mm-hmm. Secret it's October. It sounds like a little tribal almost. The drums and the little yeah, bells. And the bells. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so unique. And it's, yes. it just, it actually, it's almost, it, it, I don't know, for me, it kind of, I don't know if this will make sense, but it kind of puts me in a trance. Yeah. 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 The drums are it kind of like it's just, it just, again, it's one just, of those things like we talked about, it just takes you to another place. Right. And I feel like that place is, it's, it's maybe it's snowing and it's cold, and but it's warm but and yet it's, it's fuzzy. Warm. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I kind of like the way, because there is no video for Secret October, so we can talk about this without associating the images of a video with mm-hmm, the song. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we were able to do that with um, our previous example also. Um, I tend to gravitate toward lyrics and not be very musically technical. So lyrics make the song for me, and I think that not having an image made for us about this song makes more of an impact for me mm-hmm. from about this song. So uh, in, in contrast, I'm going to talk about Lonely in Your Nightmare because I remember a specific situation that I was in once, and I may have talked about this yeah. before when I was in Houston, yeah. and I used it as kind of a blanket to cover over me in mm. security. I'm not sure what it is because that video doesn't really resonate with me except that, you know, it was 1983, <laughs> Duran Duran, and they were fantastically gorgeous. Just the idea that this lonely in your night, I don't know what it was, but 
this particular instance, I needed to feel safe and secure. And I started singing this song and these lyrics in my mind. And I felt instantly safe with this blanket of this song wrapped around me. And it's just even on the darkest night when empty promise means empty hand and soldiers coming home like shadows turning red. When the lights of hope are fading quickly, then look to me. I'm going to cry. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be your homing angel. I'll be in your head. I mean, how can you not feel secure when someone is saying this to you? And I can't believe I'm going to cry. Yeah. This is that song. Yes. Yeah. And then because there's heat beneath your winter, like. Oh, my God. I, it wasn't until I was older that the lyrics took on a different meaning to that song. Agreed. Took on a different meaning for me especially because there's heat beneath your winter. And for me, particularly, I, I was very much a, like, I, I wasn't, I never showed vulner, vulnerability. And I was, I very much had this wall built around me and this shell and heat beneath your winter. I mean, that's exactly the way I was, the way I, I carried myself up to very a certain wintry. point. Very wintry. <laughs> Very aloof, very just no, you know, standoffish. You cannot get in. You know, I, I had done some work, some internal work, and I remember when I did that and I heard the song again. It was, it, and I, it, it had already made an impact on me anyway. And then hearing it again after that, it was, it made me think about my relationship with my husband and mm -hmm. how you know, how things came about and, you know, like he was trying to break through the wall that I had. He was trying to break through, you know, he knew that there was heat beneath my winter. He knew that. And I was refusing to, to give that up. You know what I mean? And so it just, it it's like, man, it's, it's just, it means so much that that song means a lot mm -hmm. on so many levels, mm -hmm. you know, and just the, the, the poetry and the symbolism of it. Is like like nothing else, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Stephanie, what about you? Gosh, I'm going back to chauffeur, and my favorite um, lyric is in that particular song is "You sit beside me, so newly charming," and I always equate that as an adult because, like, I'm detached upon you don't really you kind of look at the video as a visual, but you're not delving into the lyrics as much, but as and you, you grow older, as I listen to it as a 25 year old, as a 35 year old, as a 45 year old, I guess I liken it to when you are starting that new relationship with someone, everything about that person is charming. Mm -hmm. And so you sit beside me so nearly charming. It's like at the beginning stages of a relationship. And I always equate that lyric with that situation. Mm -hmm. That's my personal experience. So with that. Do drop. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. your heart yeah. glitters and you yeah. feel excited and uh, of what could potentially become. Yeah. And I always equate that lyric with that um, visual. Okay. So I'm going to bring it a little closer to home. Both literally and figuratively. I'll talk about Rio for a second. So back in the day, I was so excited when I started reading the the words to Rio because when it talks about the river twisting across that dusty land mm -hmm. and the dancing across the Rio Grande, I was like, 
Um, they're talking about Texas. Yeah. yeah. Like, Duran Duran knows about Texas, even though they're from England. This is how my little, like, junior high brain worked. But for some reason, way. I was like, it, it's, it's, you know, it's something about Texas, you know, which is cool. And actually, at the time when my parents moved me to the Rio Grande Valley, I felt like it was partially okay because Duran Duran sure. talked about Rio Grande. Yeah. Like, something weird was there because they knew about the Rio Grande. And, you know... I am going to give a shout out to our podcast because, you know, we got that from some lyrics in Rio. So moving across the floor now, babe, you're a bird of paradise. Cherry ice cream smile. I suppose it's very nice. With a step to the left and a flick to the right, you catch that mirror way out west. You know you're something special and you look like you're the best. Which I think we all want to feel cherished like that. And I think that's sort of how we decided to call ourselves Cherry Ice Cream Smile. But it's something fun and sweet and special and I think I love the way he he expressed that in that that song wasn't it a kind of a love song to America anyway I mean yeah. didn't he kind of I, I feel like that's the story I've heard of the story of Rio as much it's as we know too. of his lyrics but I think it's kind of like their his love their love of coming to the United States for the first time yeah like Rio represented America. well it, well America both North and South America, because it did have to do with the city of Rio. Like John talks about being influenced by just the sounds and the colors of Rio de Janeiro. Okay. But it also is, I think, America in general. Yeah. And then, I mean, I've mentioned this before. I have a dog named Rio, and I love it when people that are not Drannies ask me, does she dance on the sand? And I'm like, uh, yes. <laughs> so people that even don't know it, they know the <laughs> lyrics to these songs. And so that makes me really happy when people ask me if she dances on the sand she does. Deanna, did you find? My mom used to say her name is Rio and she dances in the stream. <laughs> but there was, yeah. there was a lot more to that and right yeah. now I can't remember. Islands in the stream? Maybe it's something they put in your perfume or the look in your eyes. It could be the atmosphere sinking. I don't even know what you're thinking. don't even know what you're drinking. But it keeps this heaven alive. That always made me think of like the perfect date. Yeah. Like, the beginning of that song starts with the flick of a lighter. Right. And it instantly sets that nighttime feel. Mm. You're on this perfect day. I don't even know what you're drinking, but right. it keeps this heaven alive. I don't remember quite how I met you. Wasn't long ago. Just get a picture of sun in your eyes, the waves in your hair. Maybe it's something something said in a movie. movie, or you could have said it last night. Just shoot me out on the limb, and I don't even know what I'm doing here. Come on. How could you not love that person who wrote that? How could you not love that person who wrote that? Jeez. You two and Bono didn't write something like that. Even Michael freaking Hutchins didn't write something like that. That is poetry in motion right there. And didn't Simon come with a book of these poems already written, I think. Some a lot of them. Yeah. Well, and that's mm-hmm. what Dee was reading. The Secret October right. stuff was from some from of the things in the book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he already had Secret October ready to go. And I think we're focusing on Rio, but, I mean, should we go beyond? I mean, well, I always wondered kind of what... Like the significant lyrics, I think, yeah. are in that period. I mean, I always wondered, like, I'm looking at Seven Stranger, like, what is Naivete's star? Like, I didn't know. Um, um, yeah. Naivete was another one of those giant vocabulary words. SAT words. The SAT words. I mean, and this is like always felt like a breakup song. I must be chasing after rainbows. 
One thing for sure, you never answer when I call. I like the water off my face to look through the eyes of a stranger. I mean, it's kind of sad, but it's beautiful at the same time. Well, and if we know, like, what John's book, he talks about all the stress and strife and things that were going on at that time. I think they felt like this was kind of a struggle, having this band and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And Simon being the sensitive water sign, you know, he's got to write about it. From the rumors in the wake of such a lonely crowd, training in my shelter for danger, I'm changing my name as the sun goes down in the eyes of a stranger. And I associate that with shadows on your side because he's talking about being popular and famous and not wanting to necessarily be there anymore. Mm-hmm. Life had gone out of their own personal individual control by that point. Yep. And it's coming out in his music. I'll give a more current reference. I always love She Bathes in the Moon While the Shadows Watch from, what only, is that? from only in Dreams and mm-hmm. Paper Gods. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just love that. I love that. And like when I see when I see the moon, I think of that. I think, you know, she bathes in the moon while the shadows watch. I mean that's just I love that. I just I like that. He I like that line. Moons and shadows a lot. He does. He <laughs> yes. does. Yes. Shadows on space. the and I think, and we may go into this later, I think we'll probably go to some of the newer things later, but as you look at the lyrics, I think we, he definitely started out more abstract and with some more poetry, and I feel like his lyrics have, especially like even into Ordinary World, they've become a little bit more straightforward. Literal. Literal. And, and yeah, but I mean, it's still, it's, it's still compelling, but you can, for me, it's a little easier to understand, and it's not quite as cryptic. You know, here again, we are listening to these as adults, so we probably have a jump start that we're not like 12-year-olds listening to these things. But I think even some of these weird things we're reading now, we would be like, I don't know. But he was also like a 20-year-old university student in a drama program. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, he wrote very romantic, Shakespearean kind of things. So, yeah. Yeah. I do like, okay, so if we're going to talk about new stuff, at least instead of bit, I like on Pressure Off that he, he switched the words swimming with the rat race or running against the tide instead of mm-hmm. swimming against the tide mm-hmm. running. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that was cute. I was like, you're being clever, Simon. <laughs> mm-hmm. There are a million lyrics that we could talk about. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I like that we kind of focused on Rio and early. Yeah, the early stuff. Yeah. Is that it? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> we'll hit part two that. later. Thank you for tuning in to the Cherry Ice Cream Smile podcast. We are so glad you could hang out with us for a little while. Please subscribe to this podcast on Spotify, iTunes, or your favorite podcast player. And make sure to follow us on Instagram, too. See you again real soon.